What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome, one and all, to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, also known as the Jason Derulo of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. It is I, your host, Kevin, and with me this week is the talk dirty to my savage love, Josh, the Bonesaw Barboni. Hey, hey, Jason Derulo, a cast member of Cats, something Ooh. we may end up talking about in the future. Ooh, I forgot <laughs> about that. Not, not. <laughs> cats but i forgot that he was that's my oh and i he's on sesame street singing that song that i hate but my son loves i i did see that i've seen that because my my niece (laughs) is obsessed i mean she's one but she is obsessed with elmo yeah like she just lights up so i've seen that clip numerous times he wears a very long t-shirt that just really bugs me (laughs) dude i was just going to say that that the shirt he wears drives me nuts because it looks like a woman's tunic like that's just the way it's cut yeah, and everything to me. Yeah. I'm like, this is really weird. It, yeah, it's very off-putting. <laughs> so, as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, listening, Lucas is not here, but that does not stop the weird, random tangents between Josh and myself, who's helping out this evening. So, <laughs> jumping right into Jason Derulo's t-shirts, you know. Yeah, it is. I think I have to retire the Cody thing now. I was gonna, I was just gonna do it, but <laughs> Cody doesn't, doesn't fit anymore. He doesn't yell it anymore. He really doesn't. Now, and he leans into it, so it's not any joy for me. He because it doesn't bother him. <laughs> also valid. So I gotta, That's I gotta right. find a new one. We gotta find something else to attack him for. Yeah, I he knows. I have him on, on watch all the time. You, you're watching him all the time? <laughs> yeah. I sent him a webcam uh, as a gift, <laughs> and he didn't realize that I have a backdoor to that. So, so actually I have him up right here. You're in Lucas's backdoor? Yeah, without permission. <laughs> there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is, yeah. that is that is what we do here. Um, and, and thank you, everybody, for listening. But a special thank you, of course, to our Patreon producers, Edwin Kello, Barry, Barry Cathcart, Josh, who's here with me, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Masick, The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fahaba, and now Rob Emanuel joins joins us in the, the announced Patreon producers. But thank you to everybody. And if you want to help support us as well, you can head over to patreon.com slash PSVG to hear me maybe butcher your last name each and every week, time and time again. And yeah. you pay us to do that. That's all good. It's all good. Um, but we're here to talk about some video games, Josh. So let's jump right in. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, I'll go first. I normally don't, but you have a lot more to talk about than I do because two of mine are super quick hits. Sure. Um, I am still playing Fortnite. The Marvel Avengers event has got me kind of hooked, and that's kind of what I keep going back and playing it. They've added like, um, you know, the Battle Pass has like five or six different Marvel characters, not just Avengers related. You have Doctor Doom and Mystique and Wolverine is, is there. So there's cool characters in there. Um, and some new weapons that are like the hero's mythic abilities that you can use. So, like Dr. Doom has like these green fireballs he can launch. Like you can gain those weapons too, which kind of gives a little different uh, nuance to the game a little bit, which makes it fun. Yeah. Um, you have like uh, there's um, Stark Industries uh, Quinjets that have crashed. Yeah. And they have Stark robots, kind of like Ultron, like all those 
when he made all those suits, the automated robots, they're there. And if you go near them, near the crash Quinjet, which always has like a ton of weapons inside of it, they try and attack you. Like it's oh, NPCs cool. in, in game. But if you knock them down, not kill them, but if you knock them, you can actually hack them and they'll follow you around and help you. Oh boy. Yeah. That brings the whole, whole level to the game. Giving. <laughs> yep. Yep. So typically I'll try and land in those, hack all the robots and just hide in the helicarrier. So somebody else will try and come by and loot it. Yeah. And as they're fighting all the robots, I just come out and just throw out everybody. <laughs> yet. Did great. you listen to board of the video games yet? No, I have not yet. Okay, so I listened time. to Prime last week, and something that you got you and Lucas talked about because you were talking about Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I would give I would give you some context because uh, Lucas said something very specific that he said you were talking about this and Lucas goes, "Oh, good, okay, it's not canon then. That's good. Oh, but it is. <laughs> it is canon now. Yes, and in fact, uh, I thought I would." I thought it was funny because I, I mentioned it on, on board of the video games last week. Um, the craziest part of this whole thing is that like legitimately like Thor is replacing silver surfer. He decided he helped Galactus literally destroy three planets. And then this fourth planet, mm-hmm. which Galactus saw from the last event um, from far away, was like, Hey, that planet has potential. And it's literally the Fortnite planet. Yep. So there's an actual anthropomorphic banana man mm-hmm. in Marvel Comics canon now. Yep. <laughs> and it's the most I mean it's not the weirdest thing Marvel's done, let's be it's honest. It's not. But, I yeah. mean there's Marvel zombies, but this wow. is I mean as as long as I've been a comic fan, I don't this is unprecedented. Yeah, crazy, this is how crazy this, this is, is a whole new crossover, which which is weird because hypothetically now you can debate that all other crossover events in Fortnite are now in Marvel canon. Because if Fortnite if Fortnite yeah. is in Marvel canon, yep. then everything in Fortnite canon happened in the Marvel universe, which means even DC characters have now crossed over into Marvel. Um, Star Wars has crossed over into Marvel then. Um, and I mean, there's strong rumors going on right now that DC is actually the next month's event um, with, sense with the them, DC right? villains. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, but it, it's really crazy. And I did see that it eventually made it to canon. I think at the time we were talking about it, I hadn't seen that. Because yeah. we recorded last Thursday, obviously, before yeah. um, it's released. Uh, but yeah, it's weird because I didn't think it was going to be canon. But yeah, apparently it is. I'm like, this is just insane. Insane <laughs> what, they, what they do with this game. But and the yeah, planets it's, that it, they destroyed before the Fortnite one were freaking bizarre planets, too. So it kind of fits, I guess. <laughs> and then also Lucas was like, well, I hope the Silver Surfer makes it into the game. He is available now. Um, he's he? not part of the Battle Pass. You have to buy him. So I was like, I'm not spending extra money for Silver Surfer. Of all the people, I'm like, he's not one I'd be buying extra. He's going to be jealous. The worst taking his job. Yeah. But I mean, like, you, <laughs> so you can get uh, his surfboard as an item in game. Yeah. That you can just be running and you could use a surfboard and you shoot up in the air and you kind of glide away. Oh, cool. um, so it's actually pretty helpful if you can find it. It's not, it's not like all the time it's in certain places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they released a skin. The skin's like 20 bucks or something like that. I'm like, <laughs> no way. Not for silver surfer. Like g- give me somebody good. Maybe yeah. I'd think about doing it, but it's like 10 or $15 for silver surfer. And then yeah. like his, his surfboard is another $5 or something like that. And then like the emotes are another two each. I'm like the whole bundle is like 20 bucks. I'm like, no, oh, boy. not at all. Um, but yeah, it's still fun. Um, played a little bit of fall guys. Um, still, I'm getting better at it. I will say that between the last time we played, yeah. um, I got second and I just missed first by like two seconds. It was the, the hex game where they dropped down hexagon. Yeah. And I, we were, what I did is I tried a different strategy that I saw actually Dr. Disrespect to of all people where you deliberately just go to the bottom one 
Yeah. And while everyone's up above, you're slowly making the whole bottom disappear. Yeah. And I got down to the point that like, a couple of people landed on there and they wouldn't last long because there was nowhere for them to go. Um, but it came down to I made a jump and I under undersold it. And as I'm falling down, you see the other person falling right behind me. And I just hit the goo, goo first. They would have died. If I was able to make that one jump, I would have won. I was like, because nice. I, I have not won Fall Guys yet. But I don't play oh, no. a lot. But I haven't won yet. So you'll get there. Hopefully um, the last thing I booted up because I'm just waiting for the game that you're actually already playing. Cause you got yeah. the deluxe digital edition that I don't okay. have, which I find frustrating that the game is in stores now. So I could have just bought it physically and be playing it, but yet I pre-ordered digital and I can't play it. Like that's oh, can you go physically buy it now. Yeah. It's in target. It was in target on Tuesday, which I'm like, this makes no sense. Uh, I'm like, why th- Don't worry. Just like every villainous game, you would go to check out in the POS would tell you. <laughs> All right. I actually can't sell saw it to you. It. Oh, maybe. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I did see it in Target, which maybe makes yeah. me think, but you're right. That, yeah. that could have that's, happened. That's how Target rolls. <laughs> that's that's true. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong there. Um, but in the meantime, I booted up Samurai Jack. Uh, it's like travel through time or journey through time or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun. So I'm not a huge Samurai Jack fan, um, but the animation is pretty decent. Like the cutscenes are good. Um, but it plays very much like if you remember in the early 2000s, all the licensed games we got. So similar like SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, like that t- type mm-hmm. of game. It's l- laid out and graphically like that. Like it looks like it could have been a 360 game. It's not a beautifully looking game. Um, when it when you transition something that's done artistically in 2D all the time, like Samurai Jack is or like Powerpuff Girls was in that generation, it would have been better if they actually somehow kept the game flat because it looks weird seeing them in 3D now. Like it doesn't translate as well sure um but the voice acting's good it's fun um i mean it's no ghost of tsushima don't get me wrong as far as when you play it but <laughs> it's just a fun hack and slash thing you can kind of upgrade your abilities and go through but it's literally just you know here's a pretty small closed environment you get from point a to point b and that's the end of the level you have boss battle it's very very old school in its game design like it, it feels like a thq kind of game where it just be one of those things um that they kind of like redid or remastered but it's it's fun for those that like Samurai Jack. I think it'd be pretty fun. I'm interested to see if Donnie's played it yet. He wanted to play it with his son. Um, and I feel like it's a game that Donnie would have fun with. I don't think it's terribly long. I probably put, I don't know, an hour into it, but I made it through like four levels in that short period of time. So I can't imagine the game's that long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So if anybody wants to check that, out, I think it's fairly cheap too. I think it's like 20 bucks at the most. Um, but if you're a Samurai Jack fan, it does seem to be at least decent quality, not a AAA game, but certainly not the worst thing I've played this year. Um, but yeah. That's that's really it for me. I haven't been playing anything. I'm about to dive in tomorrow into the game you're about to talk about. Ah, cool. Well, yes, I've also been playing Fall Guys. The last time I played, I did come away with a crown. I saw that. It was on Hexagon. Um, and I'll tell you my strategy for Hexagon. You do you work the outside rings. You do about a row on each outside ring. You drop purposely. Do a row on an outside ring. Drop until you get to the bottom. And then just do the inside ring. And you're conditioning the people above you who are noticing the outside ring oh, uh, continuously okay. going to go into the middle. Um, I can't say that that is why I won. That came down to me and one guy. Um, but I used to try just dropping straight down to the bottom and like mm-hmm. trying to eliminate the whole bottom. Um, and usually what happens is someone else drops down in front of you and basically eliminates your jumping space. <laughs> so you yeah. really have to get ahead of anyone in front of yeah. you. Uh, I still love Fall Guys. Uh, I haven't tried... I don't know if the big Yidus is live yet, but it's I'm not yet. We're going to talk about that it. later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I liked what they showed for season two. It looks like they're, they're making it a bit more complicated and theming it, which definitely leaves it like 
open to so many more seasons. Oh, yeah. They just keep theming it. Like October could be Halloween and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which would be nice. Or really cool. Um, I'm playing PGA Tour 2K21 with uh, the Xbox crew in our Discord. Um, I can <laughs> give the guys a little bit of crap because I'm not great, right? I'm I'm okay. I'm middle. Mm-hmm. I'm middle of the pack. Um, and it's you know Donnie and Sean Capri are like the two the two yeah. guys. Um, there's there's other people. I don't want to sell anyone short, but um, um, Donnie and Sean are like the big guys. And then they're like, hey, it's too easy. We want to make it harder. And I'm like, oh great. Yeah, let's take with the puck previews. <laughs> I can hear them say, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Delete. Uh, I get why he's doing it, and I did. I definitely did better uh, in this round than I thought I would, but. Man, I'm like the, the rich get richer. They're like, hey, we're really good at this. Let's make it harder uh, for everyone, us included. But they're, I'm, they're already beating me. So uh, still, which I don't. I'm having fun. Um, it's not about even necessarily competition. Uh, when I go play golf with my dad and my brother, I don't expect to win. Right. You know, sometimes you have a good shot, and if you can just come away feeling good about that good shot, I think it's a victory. Um, it's my first golf game since oof, Tiger Woods. Or whatever, so you know it's been a long time That's since I played a golf game. Uh, I think it looks great; it plays really well. I'm enjoying it. Uh, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Wasteland Three. I actually jumped into Wasteland Three just to give it a shot. I played Wasteland Two on the PC uh, mm-hmm. forever ago, and I just really didn't enjoy it. So I didn't expect to enjoy Wasteland Three, but uh, actually, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Uh, it's. It's definitely for me. It feels more tactical than the last one, um, and having just you know, having having play, been playing continuously playing. I'm playing Gears Tactics still, so uh, it it has a little bit more familiarity uh, for that. The difference is, like in Gears Tactics, you do a tactical mission, the mission ends. Wastelands, you you're still moving throughout the map mm-hmm. in the same like view and like. So you you finish a thing and you're still you're still in the same control environment except you're not moving in a grid like you're free to move. Yeah. Okay. Um, my only my only real complaint is the game to me feels clunky when you're not in combat. Like the camera's a little wonky and it just doesn't feel smooth. But I I also realize this is a game made for PC that is on console. Right. And I feel like that has something to do with it. Um, uh, I, I can forgive it for that. It's not like it's not gonna break your brain on how like amazing the graphics are. It's mm-hmm. inadequate like game for current gen consoles, and I'm sure you can boost it up on PC sure. to look pristine. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying my time with it. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass um, and you enjoy Fallout, any of the early Fallout's like Fallout One yeah. or, or Two. Um, or any tactics games, you should at least give it a shot and see if you like it. Because I mean, you you get it with this. Um, and yeah, the big main event game. Uh, I'm playing uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, and I mean, I just play Ghost of Tsushima. So every game for me is as jarring as far as <laughs> load times. Right. Um, and Marvel's Avengers definitely has some some times where you can make a silly mistake. And you're just stuck waiting to respawn. It doesn't happen like crazy often, but it's definitely like you notice it. Like you're like, oh, so maybe it'll inspire you to be more careful. Um, Some of the things like there are some there are 
there's at least a stealth mission, perhaps right. more. There's two. There's at least two <laughs> um, that I really didn't think fit in. I mean, it made it made sense in the story. Sure. But I really hated them <laughs> uh, um, just because they were more annoying than anything. I wouldn't even say they were like difficult. But like I said, like I made one mistake and I, wait, I got stuck in a five minute loading screen and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I better not make <laughs> any more mistakes. I don't want to deal with this. Yep. Uh, that's my only grip, honestly. Uh, everything about the beta I liked, and this is the same, and and more. The opening mission, I won't spoil anything, but it's essentially the best love letter you'll get to the Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, and you get to interact with it. Uh, they really do a great job of um, making you like making you feel like Kamala is you, like the same person as you are. She's just a fangirl. Um, she loves the Avengers, and this is a world where. Not it's not just hey the Avengers are these superheroes. It's like our like the Avengers have comics out about them, so they have this like dedicated group of people. Just if it would be like if the Avengers showed up today, more real or yeah. us. We already know their stories, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's an interesting like blend of from what you see in the movies compared to the comics. Where in the movies they don't really acknowledge. There's comics, or they might not even be in the MCU. Um, well, we at least know that there's merch bobbleheads and stuff. Cause like, well, because like Iron Man, I just because I'm rewatching the MCU and Iron Man Two, he saves that little boy that's supposedly Peter Parker, and he's wearing an Iron Man mask. So there's oh, at okay. least costumes for them. So there's something at least. Yeah, but, yeah. so there's definitely a representation for them in pop culture. Um, this really explores that more, and I and I really enjoyed it um, to see that part. I I, I know. Haley and Nathan have already finished the campaign, which is crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, and, and they they kind of addressed it in the Discord. Like it's, I don't it's know more the tutorial. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like the intro to the game. Uh, it's like playing the story in Call of Duty. It's probably sure. about the same length too. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's true. Ex- except the, I think this game is more accessible in the multiplayer open world. Mm. It's more what Anthem should have been. Yeah. Uh, so there's still a lot to play. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not rushing the story. I'm enjoying the story so far. It's very well written. Um, the voice acting is is great. Um, I mean, it's a strong cast, you know. And the cast is really yes, the cast is really good too. And I didn't know Nolan North was Iron Man until I saw a video of him him and his yeah. son playing the beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I recognize that voice. That's a really strong. I'm like, oh, that's what it is interesting. <laughs> is Trey Baker's also a voice and yep. Yep. And they're still very much uh, not talking to each other. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I look forward to uh, finishing this, the campaign and, and actually playing some multiplayer. I, I went to go like just like launch the multiplayer to like see what cosmetics I got from the digital edition, but like it immediately says like uh, Morning, uh, you will the spoilers will be revealed if you launch multiplayer and i was like oh, oh okay. okay well i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah well, that's good so, to know because i wouldn't have thought that but yeah, yeah okay. they give you a warning before you do it but uh, i was like oh, i probably won't get spoiled too much but yeah i think i mean if, if you're I enjoying guess, the story don't like live it out yeah you know? if i had to guess and this isn't a spoiler because i don't know but i'm gonna guess captain is cap is in multiplayer because he has it. to be playable right <laughs> so right. I, yeah. something is gonna happen uh who knows if it's time related or or it's a different cap or he's not actually dead. Who knows? 
Uh, and that's not a spoiler because they show it in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I'm excited to play it. And I'm actually happy that I made this pre-order purchase because I got nervous. I don't mm-hmm. pre-order games like ever. So I get a little nervous that I jumped the gun and had a little like fandom hype behind it. But yep. so far, so good. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And the controls feel great. So um, it's actually really refreshing to play the Hulk, which I really enjoy. And then switch to uh, Kamala for like her hero missions. Yeah. And like, it feels so good because it's like a totally different character. And you're like, you're so more, much more mobile and everything feels so much faster. Oh yeah, definitely a change of pace for sure. So they did a really good job at, on, on making you feel that difference too. That's cool. I, I, I also pre-ordered really early too. And, and I'm glad because I pre-ordered before the first war table. Yeah. Where me we too. got like, and that's oh, kind of no, like, after. Yeah. I did it before and I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, this sucks i'm gonna be mad and yeah. then that war table came I'm like oh okay this looks good played the beta both both opportunities i had to play the beta i did um and i i too i i really enjoyed it so i don't know if donnie's gonna take advantage of it he said he'll try it at some point he's yeah. more excited to play tony hawk tomorrow than he would be avengers sure. um where i'm the other way around i'm like i will play tony hawk at some point because i don't need to rush out and play it right away i'm not you know there's nothing to experience yeah, I, play, I played I'm it gonna 20 miss years out ago on. right i was like i'm not missing out <laughs> on anything i didn't know about whereas avengers is a story i mean yeah. Today, just looking for new stories for the show. I mean, I didn't read anything, but there were so many news articles about the ending to the Avengers story explained. And I'm like, guys, the game isn't even out. Like, it's it's like yeah. honestly, it's not. Like, it's if you got the deluxe digital edition, yes, you got to play it early, but it's not out yet. Why are people already publishing articles about explaining the ending? I'm like, yeah. come on, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I'm avoiding all that stuff, but I do want to jump in as soon as possible. I'm hoping it's available like tonight so i could play it first thing in the morning i'm oh, hoping yeah. yeah i'm sure it will be yeah i might I mean, already have a 9 p.m thing yeah well that's true often maybe i'll check after the show yeah, um yes yeah, so i'm excited for it so we shall see but you know what enough from us guys it's time to hear from you so let's check out the messages message for you sir first one comes in from our extra life buddy Lee Navarro, Josh, what's your take on Sony and Microsoft just refusing to even <laughs> hint on pricing for their next gen consoles? I got to be honest with you. It's one of the most frustrating things I can remember in gaming history. <laughs> um, it's the opposite of fan service. Yeah. Uh, they're just, I understand why it's happening, right? Not, both of these guys, they don't want to show their hand and they're just waiting to undercut the other like Microsoft comes out, Sony is fifty bucks cheaper. Mm-hmm. Microsoft comes out, you know, like it's that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think so too. It's just so frustrating. It's September. I know, like I saw some like someone online on Twitter said, like I don't know why people are complaining about not knowing. Like you know, you can buy it anyways. Stop saying you need to save up. I'm like, you're, or you're just going to throw it on your credit card. Or someone said, and I was like, um, that's not necessarily true. Some people don't have credit cards. Some people. Yep can't get credit cards i have not used a credit card in over 10 years so. right like and that's good that like you sh- that's good so for me it's just it it's just leaving a very sour taste in my mouth um but it doesn't matter to them because they know they're still going to get sales right we just like there's people like me honestly while i may have made my decision to get a playstation before a series x if it's a hundred dollars cheaper, I would probably just change my mind to get in a series X. Right. So you gotta let me know what I'm doing so I can like 
how much are controllers going to be? Are they going to be eighty dollars? Mm because -hmm. if the if the DualShock Five is the Dual Sense is as crazy as they're saying, maybe it's that's a hundred dollar controller. Uh, People maybe. can't afford to just buy an extra controller if they're saving up. Like these are the things that we need to be informed about, and they're really just in my mind not respecting us as their consumer because we need to make that decision. It's just yeah. very frustrating. I mean, I'm with you. And we had Donnie and I had a, a spirited debate about this last night a little bit because um, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I agree. It's not, it's not helping the fans. It's not preparing. And like, yes, the, people can make the comment, shut up. You already know what console you're going to get. But like, honestly, I don't know yet. And I don't yeah. know if I'm getting anyone this fall yet. So pricing certainly would help me prepare or start the conversation about like, okay, which one am I going to buy? Cause even though we have two options with Sony and Microsoft, there's two different models to talk about with each option too. That's true. And one of which, well, actually we shouldn't even say that Microsoft hasn't announced the other version yet. So That's like we crazy. Don't, <laughs> officially, we don't even know that exists, although we do. Yeah. Um, but, and this is the biggest point I said to Donnie was, well, this holiday season, we know Microsoft has nothing. They, right. have, they have nothing coming out that's big, that systems that, like, yes, third-party games are coming out on the yeah. console. Like, yeah. that makes complete sense, but that's available on Sony, too. So, like, if you're weighing out the options, that that doesn't really help you because it's, it's even across both. Yeah. But with Microsoft not releasing anything, I'm like, they really shouldn't care about the pricing conversation. Just come out and announce it because, realistically, you're not going to start moving units until yeah. you have something to help you sell the console. What's going to happen, and Donnie had this, he's like, well, Kevin, you know the initial shipment is going to sell out. Yes, the initial supply of Microsoft Series X will sell out, guaranteed, because they'll be the people that buy it. However, what's going to happen is, is as people say, I want the PlayStation 5 for Christmas, mom and dad, or whatever, yeah. when that sells out, they're going to have to just buy an Xbox Series X. Like, <laughs> So it really doesn't matter what Microsoft comes out their price, but as long as they're not something ridiculously like a hundred or two hundred dollars overpriced like that's fifty dollars isn't going to matter like let's be honest for for the the people who aren't die hard i need to get this day one that 50 bucks isn't going to matter we can wait a, a half a year or a year for halo to come out and then buy the series x and then at that point most people are ready to buy a new console like we we, we look at buying new consoles all the time yeah. so yes two at the same time that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people i get that myself included oh yeah especially me two two at the same time kevin right i gotta right. prepare for that that's what I'm saying. But if you that say you get, right, you could say you got one this year, one next year. That's an easier thing to, to deal with. Yeah. So let's just get it out there. Like it doesn't matter, Microsoft. You can have your console for a year and then undercut Sony by a hundred bucks. And you'll still have sold a bunch at whatever price you were going to sell it at because the diehards will buy it regardless. And then when you're ready to actually start moving units and be competitive with your with your software offering. You you can match that price or undercut it then at that point. Like for this launch window, I really don't think Microsoft should care yeah during the launch window afterwards yes but during the window they shouldn't care so you know what microsoft come out whatever price point you wanted to maybe make a little bit of profit off of it and let sony have to cut their profit and yep. then you match them when you when you're ready to start really hauling units six months or a year down the line whatever the case is but you know um but yeah i agree with you it's kind of ridiculous and we're looking these things launching in november which means retailers like best buy and amazon and target they would have normally placed their orders by now for how many units they're purchasing or getting allotted. And that stuff would be in the works. Yeah. That clearly isn't the case because the price would have leaked out by now. If that was the case, like if that was in somebody's system or somebody had placed an order to buy the units, that price would have leaked out yep. and it hasn't. So really weird. Yeah. Um, Donnie brought up a point that he thinks the, the inventory is going to be extremely strained. 
I just and that's saw, also why they're not talking about it. But didn't I, I just know. see on Twitter that they they said that they made eight hundred twenty five thousand Xbox Series X consoles? Yep, that is not strained. That is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I think they could sell a million between the holiday season. Well, I think that a strong console could. I don't know that it's a strong console release. I, uh, you might see them on shelves until March. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, it I don't... really depends. Do you have, yeah. you have 825,000 diehard Xbox Series X fans? Because I really think right now that's who's buying the console, especially if they already have a Series X. I mean, a, an Xbox X. Yeah. One X. <laughs> yeah. Too many Another X's. One. Um, no, I'm with you. That makes sense. I just, I think the holiday season is the, the factor that'll push it because if, yeah. if mom and dad can't get the PlayStation, then they'll get the Xbox and it's still a new console into the Christmas tree. But if this launch was That's happening true. in like April, I think I'd be a little more inclined to see, say maybe Xbox can't move the units. I, I really feel like during the holidays they will, but come January, February, March, if they don't have a game out by then, other than the medium, which I think looks cool, but that's not going to be a console seller for a lot of people. Yeah. Like that's not a big tent pole thing that everybody would be interested in, like a halo, like a Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it's very specific. Yeah. So it's like saying resident evil is going to sell a console. Like it's a great game, but it's very specific to our audience there. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, thank you Lee for the question. Uh, Takeda asks movie theaters are showing older movies on the big screen right now where movie theaters are open. Uh, what's one old movie that you'd love to see in the theater again? I'm going to, put a caveat in there josh or say or for the first time ah. like if it's something you didn't get to see in theaters you're like man i would have loved to see that in theaters what would that be well this is a fun question uh, this is a thing i do this is uh something i enjoy doing i took my wife um my brother and i took our wives to see ghostbusters in the theater and and they hadn't seen it i think it was for the 30th anniversary um and i had never seen it in theaters mm. you know because i was a kid when those movies came out um but our wives had not seen it, period. So that was awesome. That was that was such a fun event. Um, I went and saw Jurassic Park in IMAX in 3D, the original Jurassic Park. Oh. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, I've seen I saw Alien when it came back in theaters. Um, I've seen Army of Darkness in theaters a bunch of times at movie like that <laughs> movie. Um, uh, what is the thing I want to say? Uh, festivals. Um, so this this is definitely a thing I do. Like I love to see movies in theaters that. Uh, are older so um like my instinct is always to say i'm in your darkness but that's kind of like the cheap answer i would love to see the blair witch project in theaters again with people who had never seen it oh my god i remember seeing that in theaters of people's reactions we saw in the drive-in oh. and it was the perfect setting for it but um people if that movie came back and they did the same marketing campaign mm. there's a whole new there's two new generations of people who have no clue what this movie is. I think that marketing can make it work again. Uh, and, it, and it would probably be boring for us, but terrifying for those people. Yes. Uh, I would love to see that happen. I know that's not like, I'm not picking like 2001 a space odyssey or, uh, yeah, yeah. or like I saw all the star Wars again in theaters anyway. So I think it would be cool, especially going into like the, the Halloween season um, to see uh, Blair Witch back in theaters. Yeah, I mean, you have an edge here because, I mean, you said a whole bunch that I would have had in my short list, like Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if I saw Jurassic Park in theaters. I'm pretty sure I did, but that's something I'd like to see again. Um, But if I had to pick something I hadn't seen yet uh, in theaters, I would probably go with I'd like to see like a a Back to the Future or Goonies or Gremlins in theater. 
um, I think would be would be cool to see like those classics um, yeah. there. So if I had to pick those, it'd probably like one of those. If I can get like a a Back to the Future marathon in theater, that'd be, that'd be awesome. awesome. <laughs> and you could fall asleep during part three if you had to, you know. Uh, yeah. But the first two would be great. To see, you know. <laughs> Um, Lucas sends in a question. So even though he's not here, he's still here, Josh. He's still uh, here. I see video... him right now, anyways. Well, that's true. That's true. He's <laughs> in your teddy bear nanny cam. Um, video game characters, good, bad, neutral, doesn't matter. That you want to number one, have a beer with. Yeah. Number two, go out on a date with. Or three, get in a fight with. And what was that fight about? So let's start with number <laughs> one, a video game character you'd love to have a beer with. Solid Snake. Okay. I would just, I would be curious what he's like conversationally <laughs> and like do you think he's chatty or do you think he just sits there and sips on his beer or whiskey probably <laughs> yeah i feel like it's whiskey i don't think he's smoking more. a cigarette at the bar with his yes. gun on the table no one's stopping him from smoking <laughs> he'll look around the bar like what the hell's going on here <laughs> um yeah uh for me i'm going with nathan drake i think he'd be a great oh, one yeah, to have a beer with and talk get some stories going on with um so that'd be mine so number two, Josh, who would you want to go on a date with? This one's tough. <laughs> I didn't have a good answer for this. What? Uh, it's not tough for me. Uh, uh, Cammy from Street Fighter. Oh my God, that is a great one. Yeah, and it can be either the you can either be Kylie Minogue from the movie, or it can be the more iconic actual. Just uh, that girl, man. I would enjoy that date. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I was a kid, that was definitely a video game crush. One hundred percent. Yeah, eyes bigger than Jen Lee's. <laughs> I, I didn't know Kylie Minogue played her in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, she's played her in the movie. That's interesting. Um, shoot, who would I go on a date with? I have no idea. Like, it wouldn't be Lara Croft. No, you be, should you die on your date? Right, it wouldn't be like <laughs> Samus. Like that, that just wouldn't work with. I, I mean, my second choice was Aloy. Uh, okay. Remember, there's also it. implications on dates. If it goes well, there could be more dates. Or it could just be one date and still be good. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking, I'm like, can, can I just do a double date with Nathan Drake again? Like, imagine Nathan Drake is like your wingman. How awesome yeah. would that be? Um, you could go on a date with Nick, Nathan Drake. It doesn't say female. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I'm trying to think of like a legitimate answer here. I don't want, not like Jill Valentine comes to my head, but I was like, no. Jill, great choice. Uh, Zelda, good choice. Zelda might uh, be not bad. You could go on a date with Princess Peach. I'm sure it would be exciting. She gets kidnapped halfway through the date. Well, no. So, like, <laughs> If you had to date like a Mario character, I think like Rosalina's got an edge over Princess Peach. For really? Me. I think so. Rosalina let over me, Peach? Let me see if I can get you some good Bowsette? Okay. Bowsette? Is that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I might already change my answer. Uh, Tifa? Uh, oh, Tifa's not bad. Miranda Lawson from Mass Effect. I thought of her. Um, well, because uh, she's the one that's played by um, what's her face? Isn't she the chick from Chuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, um, I'm taking uh, her. Yeah, I, uh, that's a good answer. Then that's yeah, that's a good uh, one. Kasumi from Dead or Alive. I mean, nah. Donnie would pay Catherine, right? Because Catherine <laughs> is like uh, diva. Uh, from nah. Overwatch, there's a lot of good ones out there. There's there's a lot of good ones, but yeah, I think I think yeah, Miranda from Mass Effect, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, who would you want to get in a fight with, and what was the fight about? Now I, I was torn here because I'm like, is this like a bar fight, and you're fighting with them like side by side, or do you actually have to fight against them? I'm guessing it it's fight against them. It sounds like it's against them. Yeah, I had two that I had. One stays in the Street Fighter universe, and that's Dan from Street Fighter because he is. The weakest Street Fighter character 
ever. He's the most ineffective Street Fighter character. And it's a, actually a joke in the Street Fighter series. His fireball goes uh, oh, like, okay, an inch yeah. away from his hand, and that's it. Uh, it. What would the fight be about? Probably me saying that he's the worst Street Fighter character <laughs> ever. Um, and then he'd be mad at me, and then I think I stand a chance against against uh, Dan. Uh, my second answer would have been uh, if if we used the Scott Pilgrim video game, Ooh. then it would be um, uh, I would get in a fight with all of Ramona Flowers' exes. <laughs> And the reason why is because I would be dating Ramona Flowers. Naturally. I would be I Scott mean, Pilgrim. Josh Pilgrim. Josh Pilgrim. <laughs> um, for me, I think the easy answer is like if I want to win and look really tough, Glass Joe. Yes, Let's go. that's awesome. Let's go. Punch out and score against Glass <laughs> Joe. Any iteration of him really is fine. doesn't matter if it's the NES or the the, the Wii version. Um, i trying to think of like another good one. I mean, like the easy answer for me is like zombies. I want like a zombie apocalypse. Like, like dead rising let's like let's go they're video game characters technically i can just maul a whole bunch of them you know maul them down. Or, the reason why i built in right right or fortnite characters <laughs> like if there's i, I want to take on the fortnite people i want fortnite in real life that's what kevin wants um but i think glass joe is the best answer there for that one because i just look like a badass <laughs> um jason lacy so the other half of what the flux suppose on here what is your favorite teenage mutant ninja turtle game and why yeah i had to um the easy answer for me would have been the original, the NES one, but only based on um, the memories I have of playing it. Like I had, it's like, this was a game we got, my cousins got it, and we would just go up to their house and play endlessly because it took us forever to play this game. Um, and we just couldn't, we eventually beat it, but I'm pretty sure we used a Game Genie <laughs> to sure. do it. Um, but honestly, my fate, my personal favorite uh, TMNT game is uh, TMNT Tournament Fighters. Ooh. I've always been a huge fighting game fan. I don't... I would tell you that this is not a good fighting game, um, but with the characters that they brought into the game from the comic series, um, I'm trying to find a list of the playable characters because there was some awesome, like, Rat King, oh, Rat King. Um, Chrome yeah. Dome, Wingnut, um, <clears throat> so many of these, like, I, like iconic we made these characters to sell toys characters yep. oh yeah that's what that game was all i mean that's what ninja turtles is all about really let's be honest yeah it was uh you could fight as april you could like i really enjoyed that game um a lot and i believe yeah there were a couple different versions of it there was uh yep. nes version ss uh, sorry snes version and a genesis version and they yep. all were a little bit different from each other obviously the nes was a lot different Right, um, but I think there were specific um, fighters in the Genesis one that you couldn't get in the SNES one. Yep, um, I really enjoyed that game a, a lot as a kid. Um, I would say, obviously, it's not the definitive TMNT game. Obviously, no. probably the one you're going to say, which I think I know, um, <laughs> is there is probably arguably the best one. But for me, I really like the turn. That's that's definitely a unique one. But you're right; it's solid. I remember playing. It. I mean, I was a, I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Kid Hardcore. So I, yeah. I, I've played them all. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's... I mean, most people say Turtles in Time. And and I have no problem with that game at all. Yeah. But I actually preferred the original arcade game over that. Yeah. Um, just because that was a different... 
time in arcades, especially again, I was an arcade kid too, that you can have four people play at the same time. You eat your own yeah. turtle, stand up at that console. Like that I just loved. Um, I'd always play as Donatello just because that bow staff had a nice range on it. My favorite uh, character. Yeah, I, I don't like him as a turtle, but in the game, oh. he, he was my favorite to play as. Like, Raph is my favorite turtle, but Donatello mm. in the games is the best turtle. I, that I makes sense. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was my favorite one. Just the memories of playing it with like with my cousins and stuff like that. I think it really is what made it there. Same thing, like Turtles in Time might be the better game, arguably, but I have more memories around that first one that makes it a little more special for me, much like you, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's it for the mailbag. Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions this week. And as always, uh, you can reach out to me at PSVG Kevin to have your question answered on the show or hit us up in the Discord. I will ask the day that we record typically and get your question in. But we appreciate them each and every week. And speaking of week, Josh, it's been a week, so it's time to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. I will let you go first, sir, being the guest. Oh, nice. Well, let's start with what should we start with? Let me start with this. I'm doing this in Lucas's honor. Mm. I'm trying to butcher it. Um, and uh, I'm not apologizing for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> From bcgamer.com, uh, and it's and it's probably going to be mostly plagiarized. So thanks, Dave James, uh, <laughs> for writing this article. Um, so there was an NVIDIA event that happened the other day, maybe yesterday even, mm-hmm. uh, where we had the RTX 3090, 3080, and 3070 um, uh, revealed with a release date, specs, performance, and pricing. Um, so I'll, this is what I'll say. Our PC discord is very excited about this. Yeah. I'm so far removed from computers where I used to know everything about computers. Um, I just, if you're, if you're a PC person, you know, it's, if you don't stay on top of it, it just becomes gobbledygook, Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't understand what's going on. And that's where I'm coming from. Um, it's called the NVIDIA Ampere or Ampere. Um, the CEO um, says, I don't want to, uh, uh, Jen Sun Huang says it's the greatest uh, generation leap the company has ever made. And from the uh, performance post NVIDIA is making, uh, that doesn't sound like too much bluster, according to Dave. So we have the 3080, which is the next model up from the 2080. They're saying is twice as fast um as its predecessor and considerably quicker than the the advanced model the 2080 the ti yeah um we have i want to just kind of get to like the price points of these things so we know (laughs) we know a few things so um on september 17th we have the 3080 the 3090 on the 24th and then the most affordable the 3070 is coming out in october uh, like I said, I won't go into the specs because I would sound like a dummy trying to read them to you. As would I. And explain them. The 3090 goes for $1,499. That's $1,499. Uh, so don't mistake that. <laughs> the 3080 <laughs> is coming in at $699. And according to Dave, the impressive looking RTX 3070 is coming in at $499. Now, if I remember reading in our Discord, um, 
I don't know if it's the 3080 or the 3070, but one of them or both of them are pretty much coming in at the same price as the older model and being right. twice as powerful. Uh, that's a big deal. And at a time where we're at a console leap, a gen- console generation leap, I think uh, this is huge news, huge for PCs to stay competitive. Not that I think that they were ever in danger. No. But it sounds like this is going to keep them uh, maybe even competitive with the next next generation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's the biggest thing is you look at what PC gaming, like everybody talks about the consoles, and like, well, it looks way better on PC. And we know it, to- it totally can if you have a PC. This is like so far ahead. Like, I bet like if you're dropping the $1,500 model, you have to be future proof. Like for just looking at the specs, yeah. like they're like, they progressively jump with each model here. Like to the point that that the high end one, you have to be safe for like a decade. Like it, at least like to me, it's just nuts. It's astronomical numbers here on these things. But yeah, it's, I mean, we see a lot of people, Jason's building a PC right now. A lot of people are building their, you know, Lee is built like, nine a week i think is what he yeah. does um <laughs> rob builds a bunch or at least takes pictures of him he's very excited about all this stuff too and it's like there's a lot going on and i i, I will be honest like i'm if that second stimulus comes in josh i'm building i'm, I'm building one hey, um, i hear you I'm, I'm not doing one in this price range but i'm looking at like a jason lacy-esque <laughs> build i actually have his his part picker list so so i could do it yeah um because I think that's a little bit more in my wheelhouse that I'd be looking to spend on it and, and still have wiggle room and be able to upgrade really is what I what I want. Like my PC now, it's basically not up, uh, upgradable based on what I got. So I need to build from scratch and leave a room that I can make changes. And I feel better about it now. And then, then I don't have to worry as much about these games that, you know, will come to console. I might just be able to play on PC instead if that's the case. Um, but right. yeah, I kind of want to just, I got that itch and I don't want to spend as much as these other guys do. But it's an exciting time for PC really. Yeah, it really is. Um, and if you're disappointed that I didn't cover more, tweet at Lucas to stop missing shows. I, you know what? <laughs> I agree wholly. He should be. He should be here talking about all this stuff. We're, you're just trying to just like, teasing Lucas. I'm no, you're kidding. not. It's it's true, Lucas. You slacking. Josh does twenty seven and a half shows a week. Well, yeah, but I bet Lucas's wife is more happy with him than mine is with me. <laughs> so, you know, it's a give and take. Well, uh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> he okay. also has a second kid. So if I had another kid, I mean, I might be holding one on my lap mm. while doing podcasting. <laughs> that would be interesting. Luckily, we we shut it down at one because we knew <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> um. So the Avengers game obviously is out or coming out. Well, yeah. by the time you listen to this, it is out. It's out um, for me. There was, well, yeah, but by the time anybody listens, it's out completely for everybody. There was another Avengers game we never got to play. THQ had spent years working on an Avengers game, and uh, CNET has the story of fully about this thing. Um, but yeah, it it's a pretty heartbreaking article. I'm not going to go through it in, in detail because there's a lot here. Um, and I mean, we talked about THQ earlier and I said like those games that THQ pumps out those licensed games. That's exactly what the story is. So THQ Australia was the one working on it. They had done a ton of licensed video games within like small time frames. Um, Marvel and Disney were launching the first Avengers movie in 2012 and they would have that game out hopefully at that time. Um, you know, they knew Avengers was going to be bigger than Star Wars, bigger than Harry Potter. Like that was going to be the thing that the world talked about. And it still is today. You know, Marvel's got it you know, all right now. Um, but yeah, they were trying to get out a game and it was just caught between all this crazy stuff that licensing deal, the, the global financial crisis in 2012. And it was ultimately just torn apart. 
Um, but they started working on this game in 2009 to have launch when the Avengers movie was going to come out and it just never happened. But it's, it's an interesting read to see exactly all the different things that kind of happened that caused this to fall apart. I mean, Arkham Asylum had come out in 2009, which got them talking about the Marvel games. So that was like, Hey, DC's doing it. The Marvel should jump in into it too. And that's where they looked at. And then eventually we know, obviously the Marvel license, um, you know, got passed around to a lot of different people. They certainly didn't have like the star Wars approach. It was locked into one person, but yeah. during this time frame, we saw a lot of those licensed movie games where stuff would come out. Like we got to remember, like Marvel did have a long period of time where they kind of stopped doing that, but there were games based on Thor, the first Thor movie, I think, had a game that came out that wasn't tied directly to it, but there was a game. Uh, Hulk had that really good one, actually, but it had nothing to do with the movie that you could jump and you're like, you, I forget what it was called, Total Destruction or something like that. It was this weird thing. Um, Josh is getting beard again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mute my mic. <laughs> it's all good. Um, she didn't open it for me. <laughs> oh, we just, I, here we are giving her praise. She didn't even open it for you. Jesus. Um, there was a Captain America game, I believe, for like during the first movie time. Like, but then they kind of just stopped because they just didn't sell. They weren't good games. So, yeah, um, they made a yeah. couple of bad ones. Oh, yeah, Cap and, and the, Thor, right? Yep, yeah, Cap yeah. and Thor, and then that just kind of stopped. But yeah, it was just kind of crazy that this whole thing kind of just fell apart, and the game changed so many times. It was gonna be like first person. Um, it was just like all these crazy things. Um, there's some video footage of like Iron Man first person. You see like the repulsor hands getting ready to shoot and do stuff there. So yeah, yeah he just. That. What was it? Oh, you watch that? Yeah. So it was like all these kind of really crazy things, but it was a game that just never came to be. But there was just so many things that just went wrong. But it, yeah, it, I like that it has the scrolls, right? Scrolls mm-hmm. are great villains. Um, I hate that they thought first person would be the way to make yeah uh, an Avengers game. <laughs> yeah. So you the only reason the only way you know that you're the Hulk is because you have Hulk fists in front of your face. Mm-hmm. You could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does look interesting. They definitely put a lot of work into it. You can tell um, just from like the title screen. I didn't know there was even a THQ Australia. Yeah. Um, uh, if you go all the way to the bottom, you can even see a graphic of like Hulk smashing a scroll skull into the ground. Like, yeah, they, he, he was like, awesome. I thought he was going to break his neck. I was like, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of glad we have the one that we, we have. But, oh, sure. Uh, there's a flight. There's flight mode for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it looks. If they ironed it out, obviously this is like even pre-alpha. Oh it yeah, look, it doesn't look terrible. They want uh, to have a gun because they didn't understand how the shield would just work. I mean, this is before Chris Evans was cast too, so they didn't have like a, a, a anything to go along with. But I mean, yeah. like you look at Captain America, the the first Avenger. He did use a gun for like half the movie. He was shooting people like so it's the, the MCU was a very different thing at this beginning when stuff was launching. But yeah, it's a very interesting read for anybody that likes these stories of games that just didn't come to be. But yeah. they did put a lot of work into it. and It just kind of fell apart. It's just a tornado of like things that just went wrong over and over again. And you're right. Like first person would have been a weird thing. Yeah. But I mean, this is gaming in 2009, too. So I would love to weird. see like a what documentary. Of yeah, just full of games that never came out, and that's it. That's the whole thing. Like watching that Prince of Persia um, game that never came out. Like Kyle and I talked about it a while ago. It looked incredible, and yep. it just it just never came out. So like, I would love to see. Um, it's just that kind of thing. Like, if you go to like Brie Larson's YouTube channel because she's like yeah. YouTube now. She just mm-hmm. talked. To, she's been. She just did a two part series on parts she didn't get, and like usually actors don't talk about that. Yeah. 
And she's going up like, I, I auditioned for this and that. And then you just can't like help but wonder like what Star what Wars yep. or Hunger Games would have been like with Brie Larson in there. And she went for both of those. She went for every Star Wars film that came out as when she was an actress. So like, I can't like, can you just imagine her as Ray or like even Aunt Beru? Like there's like all these things that she could have been. Uh, it's just insane. So I, yeah. I really like these kinds of stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they said the biggest thing that was going to be a financial d- devastation for them was the cost of the Marvel license. Yeah. They would have sure. needed to sell 6 million units to break oh even, to break even. <laughs> and they thought the best that they would have sold is probably around 3 million. The best. Yeah. If, if it was a successful game. Yep. Yep. But they had like the, the higher ups in THQ were pushing this team to do it though, because they made a game on Pixar's cars and sold 8 million units. So they're like, well, Avengers could sell more. And they're like, "Eh, we don't know. Like it was just, you know, that's that era where people bought licensed games. They ate them up like candy. They weren't full retail value ever. They were like 20 or 30 bucks. You always had those bins in every retail place that had like the games you could just pull out of there. And it was all that licensed stuff. So every kid got like five of those for Christmas. And it was like, (laughs) whether they wanted the game or not, they were going to copy of Pixar cars and chicken shoot and things like that. Like it was just these weird games. Yeah. Chicken shoot and the chicken run game as well. Chicken games. (laughs) Yeah. So you had stuff like that, but yeah, it's a very interesting read. So it's on CNET. Just look up the Avengers game uh, that hadn't made it, but it's a, it's a very good, interesting story um, that people should check out, especially if you're a Marvel fan. Yeah. So we had a direct today, Josh. Why don't you want you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we did. Did you watch it? I did. Okay, cool. Me too. I watched it as well. Um, I wasn't really. I don't venture into the Nintendo Shack because it's a scary place. <laughs> it is. So I didn't know that this was. I knew that people were like rumoring that this yes. was going to happen, and then uh, I actually like uh, opened up my YouTube on lunch today, and I saw that it dropped, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to jump into the Discord until." I watched this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, uh, I was, I guess I want to say impressed is the word that I want to use, but I don't want to use it like, I want to use it lightly. <laughs> I want to use it the okay. opposite of the way people say it. Okay. I was whelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. Okay. I, I was like, I was impressed with the amount of content they put out. I think, um, so they, they revealed a new, well, they call it, Kutaku calls it the novelty handheld. It's a game and watch. Yeah. Uh, for Super Mario Brothers and I believe Lost Levels. Yes. Um, and 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 it has its own like game and watch. Um, yeah, game it's the ball. It's the ball well. game that you know the they just reskin it to be yeah. Mario. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Mario, Mario Lost Levels. Um, it still has the uh, uh, clock on it, mm-hmm. and um, it looks cool. Uh, it does. It's expensive, but I don't know that it's too expensive. I think it's like appropriately priced. Um, it, you know, it has a nice small LCD screen, but if anyone's had like a PSP or a Vita or a DS, you know, like fidelity on smaller screens looks yep. more impressive. Yeah. So I'm sure it's going to look great. Um, that's going to go for, I think it's retailing for 50 bucks, which is not bad. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. At least from what I saw earlier today. I think, I think that's what it was. Um, uh, and that could also be rumors. Uh, that's coming November 13th, actually. A lot of the stuff they showed is coming relatively early or soon, I should say. Um, yes, $49.99 confirmed. 49. It's a best buy already for that price. Perfect. Uh, so it'll probably be $39 at Walmart <laughs> with the way they've been pricing things. Maybe. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, I pulled this from Kotaku.com. Um, if anyone wants to pull it up, 
it's just under how they don't want to do everything Nintendo just announced. We saw the uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection for the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Uh, so we have Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. I've actually only played two of those three games. Okay. Um, I never got around to Galaxy. Um, that's coming in. That's going to be $59.99. Uh, that's not necessarily the talking point about these games. Uh, it is remastered to fit 16 by 9 So yep. that's uh, I'll be interested to see what um, Mario 64 looks like in that aspect ratio. Well, have you seen the screenshots? So Nintendo I, has some on their thing. I saw the video. I didn't know how much it represented it on the Switch, though. Yeah, it looks like there's a black screen around the screen, so it's actually smaller oh, than the it's Switch not screen. Even 16 by 9. It doesn't look like it, no. Okay, so it's like playing the retro consoles on your TV, the classic yeah. collection. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's okay. Uh, you, you know, you can't really mess with the aspect ratio too much on that game. It would look weird if you did, absolutely. I'll say this. Listening to the music... Of Mario 64, like sent my brain into some some type of nostalgia spiral, and I was like, Absolutely. "Oh my god, all the memories!" Um, but yeah, so it comes out on September 18th, which is awesome, quick, That's yeah, two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> there'll be a limited physical release, which isn't abnormal. Uh, there'll also be a limited digital release. It's just a limited release in general. Yeah. Apparently, according to them, you will not be able to buy this game anymore after March 31st, 2021. I, I don't get it. I don't know why they're doing that. Uh, I get it if it's like a manufacturing standpoint, like, hey, we don't want to produce physical cartridges anymore. Just buy it digitally. But to remove a game digitally, I mean, it's it's a Nintendo thing to do, right? Uh, it's the first time they've done it, I think, but it definitely feels like a Nintendo move. And I don't mean that necessarily as an insult. Um, I know sometimes my criticisms of Nintendo come across (laughs) across harsh. I just think like this is Nintendo's the nostalgia machine, Uh Uh, even though they're just putting out big games like Breath of the Wild. But it's a nostalgia company and that's how they're successful. And like this is going to be big for them. You already see the Discord. Oh, I have to buy it now. Yeah. Oh, it's it's limited. I have to get it. Like they already got it. Boom. Yeah. You got your audience. Everyone's gonna buy this. I'm probably gonna buy it too. I want to yep. play them on my Switch. I want my son to see some like older Mario games. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we keep going to Target. I'm like, you want this Mario toy? You want the Mario Castle? <laughs> no, I don't like Mario. I'm like, ah, oh, you'll like him one day. <laughs> you'll learn to love him as you <laughs> those, shove those Mario Hot Wheels sets. I really want to oh, get yeah. for him. Uh, so speaking of that, so we also had the reveal of Mario Kart Live. Mm. Now, this was so cool. I showed it to my coworkers yeah. with kids. Uh, I was a little skeptical at first, um, but like later in the video, they show it in, more in action. And essentially what you have here is a different version of Mario Kart. It's not your it's not Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. No. It is more almost first person. It's a, just a little yeah. bit raised. It's like a little bit raised first person or close third person. It's like you're sitting you behind Mario, like directly yeah, you're like behind right Mario above his head. Yeah, yeah, you're at the level. Yeah. If it's double dash, you're the back seat. Yes. That's <laughs> great analogy. Uh, so uh, what you see is a kid playing on his switch. He's racing against, uh, I think, some uh, Koopa Troopas. 
And uh, before Donnie yells at you, they're Koopalings. It's the Koopalings. Koopa thank you. Koopalings. Yep. He's going right. to yell. <laughs> no, he, that's that. I should, yeah, I should know better uh, as a Mario 3 person. Um, but it's in this kid's living room. And it's literally, I was like, oh, if it's going to be AR, this is going to be annoying. Like, do I have to follow him around with my Switch? But then they show you this these remote control cars. They actually only show you two. They say it's playable up to four players. So I'm curious if they're planning on releasing more, but you only see Mario and Luigi. And it is this RC car that has a like webcam camera yeah. on the back of it, where essentially is your viewpoint of where you're sitting in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and it comes with what I can only compare to Labo um, checkpoints. You have four checkpoints for a race, and it's like cardboard design. And you set them up in configurations. I don't know if they're all preset or you can make your own. No, you can um, make your own because uh, what what they are. So I watched the video a few times to kind of gather. So like you're right there, the checkpoints before you race. That's I don't know if you saw it where they they show the Mario thing and somebody throws paint on the car. Yeah, and you drive. You driving is actually setting the course. Okay. So whatever you drive in between those two checkpoints, that will make the course. So oh. it it literally can be however you want to design it because you're going to run through it first. Yeah, and once you go through that fourth checkpoint, you know, once you cross all the checkpoints, that will lock in the course, and then you reset up, and you can either do it yourself and play against the Kooplings, or you do it yourself or with Luigi and go against the Kooplings as well. But yeah, you you can create the course however you want using those checkpoints to help guide you. Nice, yeah. I mean, it looks really cool. Um, and actually, uh, I don't, I wasn't mad at the price. It's it's no, it's a hundred bucks yeah. for the cart in the game, but it's That's only one bad. cart. Yeah. The problem is, if you want another cart, I think you're still paying 100 bucks and getting another game. Yeah, I haven't seen how that works, but I think you need to because you can't play two people on one Switch console. I think you need two oh, Switches yeah. to play That's two. Actually, so, I mean, it makes yeah. sense, but you're right. Like, that puts people in a weird situation where it's like, well, you know, if you have two kids and they want to play that's what's gonna happen right and then i'm wondering (laughs) what happens like if let's say you buy a josh and i buy it we both buy luigi can we both still play or does it have to be a mario and a luigi i don't know well in the regular one you can have the same character right you'll probably be okay if i have to guess yeah i guess okay they must i mean just financially they would have to make that work that's true and then (laughs) like then what's the limit what if we had like six people had the game could we do that four players Okay. So at least oh, I, yeah. read, I said it, it, it supports up to four players. So, so if it's got to be four, there's got you got to be able to have duplicates because they're only doing Mario and Luigi. There's no other characters. So yeah, what I do yeah. think what's cool is like if you throw a shell at someone, it literally stops their car. Yes, that's um, awesome. I think I did read there is boosts as well. Mm-hmm. There is, um, which is cool. That makes it like your car will drive faster. I like that. Um, it looks really cool. I mean, it's definitely gimmicky, right? But yeah. Um, I, really and like I mean, you're really limited to just whatever you can make to it. It's not like like so there are different themes to your courses, even though you're really racing in your living room, which, as Josh explained, they do try and theme the courses, though, too. So we saw ones that were like in the winter and where they mm. do stuff. So they, they put in some AR stuff to kind of change it up. But I don't think it's going to be like I don't think the track option is going to be as deep as like Mario Kart, you know, right. as it is today. Yeah, I mean, but, it, but that's it's, fine. Yeah. Limited it's, to it's your very imagination. Cool. Exactly. It's cool. So you, I you like can it. take it to a different you can you can like you 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 guys are real crafty in your family. You could literally make oh, a yeah. special room in your house that's all set up with like <laughs> decor for a Mario Kart race. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. A lot of potential. Uh great for kids, it seems. Absolutely. Great Christmas toy. Yeah. 
so now we have uh, obviously this is for Mario's 35th anniversary. So we have yes, another Mario <sighs> game coming to the Switch. This is the Wii U Super Mario 3D World, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming to Switch uh, in an in an interesting new way. So you have an online and local co-op multiplayer mode. Uh, I never played the 3D World. It looks really cool. Um, also, a bunch of new levels that they didn't really tell us much information as to uh, what this is, but it's uh, like a separate, almost like a separate game called Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Um, we also uh, have new cat Mario and Peach Amiibos. And mm-hmm. I will say, if you saw the print, the cat Peach Amiibo, it's a little suggestive for an Amiibo figure. It, it is. And I saw people I commenting innocent. on that. But the game, like that's how they pose yeah. in the games. Like all the characters do that. So I get it, but that's their default stance in that game when you're not moving at yeah. all the characters in the cat format. But yes. Hey, I almost changed my who I'd go on a date with once I saw that picture. Meow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta remember, still kid friendly on the show. That's okay. Uh, PG 13. PG 13. I was gonna say lower hat, calf, cat, a little bit of a turnoff <laughs> 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 and questionable. Uh, the next thing we see is essentially uh, we see Mario's version of Tetris 99. Yeah. It is Mario 35. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is Mario Battle Royale, essentially. Uh, I got very anxious when I saw that you can change the different types of like goals you're going after live while you're playing. So it's like uh, lowest time, most coins. There's two other ones. Yeah, that's who you're targeting to to have your enemies to knock center. other people out. Yeah. Yep. So if you want to go after the person with the least amount of time or left on his clock, because as you beat enemies, your clock actually goes up, so you can keep going. So the yeah. more you get hit, your your time goes down. So you want to attack those people, okay. get them out, stuff like that. So yeah, you're targeting whoever has whichever attribute that you're selecting as you go through. Okay, that's cool. Uh, it will be exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online members for free, I believe. Mm-hmm. It is. However. It does have an end date, and guess what date that is? <laughs> March 31st, 2021. <laughs> Nailed it. So that game will also be gone forever, because why not? Um, we also see a return of Super Mario All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Mario, uh, <laughs> Mario Lost Levels, Mario Brothers 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. will all be available on the Switch in a re-release of the classics Mario All-Stars, not we didn't i don't think we got any info on when that's coming out it's already out it, oh it's already it came out. out today and it's free it's part of the the oh, it's on S- online. snes online yep oh, okay oh that's so right it's it already there yep, yep yeah you're absolutely right. sorry that, that that was it they also revealed a bunch of merch um i will say those mario shoes look really awesome they do kind of look awesome the pumas. um and they revealed some shirts uh they revealed a splat vest coming up uh, some exclusive content from Mario Kart Tour, um, and I believe, I'm, and I'm sure there was a couple other things, but that that's essentially Animal Crossing entire... and some Mario oh. furniture. I think that was the only other thing. Yeah, we're gonna find out about the Animal Crossing stuff soon. Yep. In the Animal Crossing update. Oh, there's a, a speed run course for Super Mario Maker Two. Oh, that's right. And there's yep. a uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate event too. Yes. Yep. So. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah, and then some some physical games of Monopoly and a Jenga too. Monopoly, <laughs> to yeah, I saw actually saw that at Target. It actually looks really good. It does. It looks Mario. Cool. Um, yeah. So I mean, ultimately, I think this is 
pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I've always been a big Mario fan, even though I'm not a big platformer. Right. Um, but Mario games I've always been able to enjoy. Uh, I think I fell off at Mario Sunshine. That's where they lost me in the Mario games. See, and I like that one. So th- th- before we get too deep into this, so Garrett sent in a question we saved yes, for this portion. You. So are you satisfied with the 35th anniversary Mario treatment? What could have got you more excited? So I, I am. And like like you, I was whelmed. Like it was a yeah. lot more stuff than I thought was going to happen. Like we've heard a lot of these rumors for a while, um, but I wasn't expecting the Splatfest. I wasn't expecting the Mario Kart AR thing. Like I wasn't expecting all like they're literally just throwing Mario at everything. And by the time this is all said and done, when Mario 3D World comes out, every single Mario game is playable on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's crazy. all of them, except for Mario Galaxy 2. That's the yeah. only that's the only one I should say all Mario, all major Mario games like Mario is missing and stuff like that. Isn't there, but you know, what right. I mean? like all the big ones. So it, it is kind of cool. Um, I wasn't a fan of 3d world, but this makes me almost want to try it again. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Um, and the 3d collection, I, I liked sunshine a lot. Like I liked what that game did and I've been waiting for them to kind of bring it back. I will say I'm a little disappointed. They didn't try and remaster these games a little yeah. bit. Like that's the only downside. Like I Mario sixty four, dude. I played that game so much, and I'd be I'd love to go back to do it. But it's like in my head, I'm like, there's a couple times I went back to try and play like Ocarina of Time, and like you just can't go back to some of those sixty four era games and play them again without them being redone. Like the 3DS did a great job remastering Ocarina of Time, and it plays much better now. Yeah. Uh, they did the same thing with Majora's Mask. But going back to those games like that. I hope, you know, they said they worked on the optimizing the controls and stuff like that. I just hope that's the truth because that's hard to get by. Uh, Sunshine, I thought, still looked good and Galaxy still looks great um, visually. So, I mean, like, that's not a huge deal. Um, I'm concerned with how Galaxy is going to work because that relied on motion controls. It's a Wii game. They showed them using the Joy-Cons. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't have to. That's my only thing. Like, I don't, (laughs) I'm over the motion control stuff. Like, let's be out. Let's be real about this, folks. We don't want that. (laughs) <laughs> like it's a novelty thing we really don't want that give us the option too that's fine um but yeah i, I wish they kind of just tweak that up a little bit donnie posted some things as we're as we're talking now josh in the discord um yeah. some visual comparisons of the switch versus the n64 issue of stuff and like mario 64 doesn't look that different the colors seem to be a little bit more brighter a little bit sharper um and less like blurry as far as the textures but uh, everything obviously still looks you know polygonal and stuff like that as it's going to because it's a 64 era game um i just wish they kind of cleaned it up a little bit like you look at what mario all-stars did for the 2d version um which like we said you can play in your nintendo switch now online if you go back and play mario one on the all-stars version they updated mario yeah it's not the 8-bit one it's like an snes version of like it looks better it's cleaner i wish they kind of did the same thing for this like yeah. I don't, it's not. I don't want to say it's lazy because it's still cool that they're bringing these back, and they obviously had to put some work into it. I just wish it was more. Like I and and I mean, it's sixty dollars. You get in three games, so that's not a bad deal. Um, Galaxy Two is omitted, and I still think that's kind of weird because you have all the others. Like, why not that one too? Or yeah, offered as DLC or something. Maybe I don't know. But I wish they just spent a little bit more time remastering. I mean, if they wanted to go a full remaster, I'd pay sixty dollars for a Mario Sunshine remaster. Like if it was this, like if it looked like Mario Odyssey. I would have no problem paying $60 for that, but I have weirdly a hard time paying $60 for three games that they're just optimizing the <laughs> resolution for. Yeah. But if they went back and actually redid these Mario 64, like remastered dude, $60 again, I'd, I'd buy both of those for 60 bucks. So Nintendo could have $120 versus just the 60. If and when I pull the trigger on this, I'm, which I'm still pretty sure I'm going to, cause I really want to play sunshine again, but I'm not as hyped about it 
seeing it now than I feel like I should be. I should be happier. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I, I'm excited for like, I know Rebecca was saying like she had not played any of these. Sure. So this is a great value for someone like that. Um, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm satisfied with the thing. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do Mario 64 without that controller though. And the memories of holding that controller, uh, not the way, like, so <laughs> just your left hand is underneath the nub, yep. like the nub in, and then you, yep. the controller is like totally wonky. Yep. And you wreck in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think what could have got me more excited was Mario RPG, like yeah. traditional Mario RPG, either remastered, remade, uh, whatever. Bring back that RPG aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have made me really excited. Um, but I think overall, I mean, for me, that's probably as excited as I could have got for what they were sure. going to do. I don't know that yeah. there's something that in my head is like something Mario, unless it was a new Mario, right? That probably would have been. Yeah, right the closest thing to yeah which i'm sure we'll, we'll probably get next year it's a little, it's a little oh, too yeah. soon for that so i i totally get it um to your point about rebecca that, that's a great point like there's a whole generation of people that haven't played any of these yeah but then in the same thing in the back of my head is if if you never played mario 64 josh and somebody went and handed <laughs> you the 64 yeah. version of mario 64 yeah would you be happy about that having booted that up like i'm not sure with Mario 64 being a game that like we, we herald and we hold as like one of the greatest games of all time. Like a lot of people think that. Yeah. If you play it now and you've never played it before, I don't think it is like, you're going to be like, well, this isn't anything like these other games I can play. And that's, that's a little disappointing. Like Mario sunshine at the galaxy, like she'll have no problem adapting to those. And they'll, there'll be, there'll be some quirky things, but 64 is a whole different beast. Yeah. And 64 like, games don't hold up well in general, not just six, Mario 64. Like if you try to play Goldeneye, yeah, it's a nightmare of yes. pixels. It's not as good as I remember. I, I played it not that long hard. ago. Yeah. I, my brother-in-law booted up his N64 and we played that. And I'm just like, Oh, this is, this is not how I remember it. Yeah. That, you know, that's just time. Like I totally get it. Technology changes that that's what, that's what it is. But yeah. if you go and get like Majora's mask now, classic, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Right, so exactly. It, it's the same, you know, that's just yep. that generation. Yep, 100%. Like, you, you hand somebody Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask now, and you give them the 3DS version, they'll probably be like, okay, this is cool. But if you give them the N64 version, they'd be like, what are, what are you doing? Like, this this is horrible. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. would hope the same thing. They would have done at least that, like a little bit. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It could be premature. It might be great. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I just wish they, they did a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But even... Sunshine and Odyssey, I think that's still two thirty dollars games. That's a good price for sixty bucks. Yeah, exactly. So Mario sixty four is your bonus. It's like go play, try go play and jump a Jack Flash on PlayStation Classic. Yes, <laughs> you God. will throw it through the wall. <laughs> Speaking of jump and Jack Flash, um, as you alluded to earlier, Fall Guys is planning to add a huge spinning hammer called yeah. Big Yeetus. <laughs> that's right. Big Yeetus. Um, the official Fall Guys Twitter account has been posting nonstop about new additions to the Bumble Royale called Big Yeetus. It's a spinning candy cane cartoon hammer that will randomly appear to yeet players across the level. Yeah. For you old folks, <laughs> yeet is the opposite of yoink. So if you get yoinked, you get <laughs> yeah, yeeted. That's a good example. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of things going on uh, for this, but just a, another weird, you know, thing that Fall Guys is doing to keep relevant and stay kind of at the front of everyone's mind. I mean, they had the big fundraiser that over a million dollars for crazy special effects, you know, between Ninja and like three other people. Mr. B. 
Yes. Yep. It's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Fall Guys is hilarious, but yeah, more coming, including Big Yeetus. They've been tweeting at Norman Reedus to voice it. <laughs> yes, yeet. <laughs> he hasn't replied yet. <laughs> nope, he should. That'd be great. Um, what else you got? You got one more for us? I got one more. So we, we've we uh, the Division 2 puts out some news. They, they keep doing these um, developer um, uh, videos or like mm-hmm. over the past like two months, I think. It might have might be even longer. Um, this one really caught my eye. It's called The Summit. And if you're a movie buff like me and you've ever seen the movie The Raid, this is essentially the movie The Raid in The Division 2. Um, and what they did was they this it's the mode is called Summit and it features uh, a 100-floor skyscraper, uh, which you literally start on the first floor and you work your way up. It looks like every 10 levels is a boss fight. So if you successfully manage to defeat that boss you can start from the next level when you go back oh okay uh you can play solo or co-op uh or group i should say because yeah. i mean that really depends the uh, floor layouts and enemies um are, are change and uh they're actually randomly arranged each time Ooh. so it's basically what metroidvania yeah uh division roguelite uh, yeah yeah, I'm sorry, roguelike. Thank you, roguelike. Um, I really think it's awesome. I just it wish very cool. I had a Division Two character that could survive this, because uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> my guy is not leveled high enough. Um, but it's very cool. It's like their their new take on survival mode or underground mode from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's it's a uh, unique. We haven't seen this in video games yet. Um, yeah. but it's cool. Like they have a screen of you in the elevator and like it, it shows a dial that's almost like elevator buttons of the levels you can access. And it kind yeah. of gives you um, an idea of what you may run into on that, on the, on the floors, like 21 to 30 details. Um, yeah, I think it just looks really cool. And, and I wish I had friends to play this with. <laughs> it's, it is very cool. Like, I mean, that, that, peaked you know that made me raise an eyebrow because it sounds really awesome um but yeah it's it's pc only to start with available friday september 4th so tomorrow from when we're recording this yeah. um it'll be coming to pc and console later on uh, for the official release date um but as long as you own the warlords expansion you will get it as part of the third season for that but that is very cool i like it yeah uh shows that they, they i mean Wait, this is a company that doesn't give up on their games. We know this. It's very true. So it's nice to see not only that they're adding content still, um, but they're adding content to this level. Yes. Uh, which is nice to see. I agreed. Uh, speaking of developers that won't quit or give up on their game, Rocket League, as we know, is coming uh, <laughs> basically to be free to play. Yeah. Um, very, very soon. I don't actually have the release date, which that's my bad if they're going to do it, but um, it is hitting free to play. We know that. Um, and it's on, on all consoles. Obviously they have cross play, cross progression, like all that stuff is in there for rocket league. They were, they were the pioneers of that really. Let's be honest. Um, as soon as it goes free to play, you won't even require a PS plus or Nintendo switch online to do it. So much like Fortnite, you don't need to have that stuff to play the games. However, I will point out <laughs> you do still need Xbox live goals. Yes, you do. Which but there are crazy. rumors that that's going right. free. Which would be 
it makes the most sense at this well, point. It would be I mean, better for them. <laughs> yes, especially in the Sony versus Xbox war. Just get rid of that last hurdle. You'd be good to go. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> but yeah, so Rocket League is hitting free to play. So everybody get your Rocket League on. I've never been a huge Rocket League fan, but going free to play certainly helps. and might get mm. me to jump in and kind of mess around with it a little bit more than I had. And if I don't need a subscription to do so, even better. I prefer soccer and Fall Guys over Rocket League, <laughs> and that's not saying much. <laughs> I like I like soccer and Fall Guys. That's fun. Yeah, um, but that's a valid point. You got to play defense. That's the only way you're going to win that. I uh, see. When I played, I did only offense. We beat somebody that the game I got second place. We we beat the other team eleven to two. Oh, we mauled <laughs> them. We only had two guys play defense, and everyone else just rushed the front all. The oh, that, time. yeah, yeah. I always play defense, and it's usually me and one guy. Oh, see, I, I always, I always rush to, to to jump up and knock it in yeah. the top. Um, all right, we've went a little bit long, so I apologize. No, for... that's me. That's my fault. This is what I do to podcasts. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of time talking too. Um, so, Josh, what do you say we head out of here? Where can people find you, and what else you'd like to plug while you're here? Uh, you can find me. Well, you can find me in Discord. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably too active, but I'm active. Uh, I'm on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network at Why So Serious. That's S I R R I U S. Um, and yeah, uh, I do the show. It's called Board of Video Games. Uh, you can check it out. We talk about video games and we talk about board games. Those are the two things we talk about. And food at the top of yep. the show usually, yep. mm-hmm. uh, or weather. Or, yeah, you know, whatever's got us down. <laughs> uh, we talk about that, too. Uh, we try to nail that out before the show. Um, my cat's about to jump on me. I get Cody. 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 I do Board With Everything, which is a show where we talk about everything but board games and video games. Um, and maybe something else that's coming out soon. Who knows? Ooh. Secret, secret. I got a secret. secret. I got a secret. All right. You can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things. Uh, if you want to follow the show at PSVG, but we encourage you to head over to PSVG.blog and that gives you links to all the stuff we do, including board with video games is on there as well. Links to the discord links to the website links to, I don't know, Patreon. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend, but most importantly, we ask as always that you never stop yeeting this has been a psvg production any music sound effects or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders no infringement is intended the views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect psvg This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com slash PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.